Have you ever forgotten you have help with every problem in your life? Let's dig into the word and see how Jesus' compassion and love compel him to help you with every need. Stick around to listen to the Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids podcast. Parenting a child with special needs requires extraordinary courage, strength, and perseverance. But what if you feel you don't have all that it takes? What if you're just ordinary? Annie Yorty is mom to Alyssa, who has Down syndrome. She's trusting God to put the extra in her ordinary parenting. Each Monday, she invites ordinary moms to pause for encouragement straight from the Bible and offers practical application that addresses the unique concerns that come along with raising children with special needs. Today's Bible encouragement reveals we can run to Jesus for every problem we encounter. Hello and welcome to Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids, where special needs moms find Bible encouragement. I'm your host, Annie Yorty, author of From Ignorance to Bliss, God's Heart Revealed Through Down Syndrome. I'm also an ordinary mom who's right beside you in the trenches of the daily battle to mother your special needs child with grace and hope. Let's see what God has for us today. Our Bible encouragement comes from John chapter 2 verses 1 through 11. I'm reading all scripture from the New Living Translation. The next day, there was a wedding celebration in the village of Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the celebration. The wine supply ran out during the festivities, so Jesus' mother said to him, They have no more wine. Dear woman, That's not our problem, Jesus replied. My time has not yet come. But his mother told the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Standing nearby were six stone water jars used for Jewish ceremonial washing. Each could hold 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus told the servants, Fill the jars with water. When the jars had been filled, He said, now dip some out and take it to the master of ceremonies. So the servants followed his instructions. When the master of ceremonies tasted the water that was now wine, not knowing where it had come from, though of course the servants knew, he called the bridegroom over. A host always serves the best wine first, he said. Then when everyone has had a lot to drink, he brings out the less expensive wine but you have kept the best until now. This miraculous sign at Cana in Galilee was the first time Jesus revealed his glory and his disciples believed in him. In today's Bible passage, John wrote about the first public display of the glory of Jesus, his first public miracle. He and his disciples attended a wedding most likely a member of his extended family. Weddings of that day were usually multi-day affairs attended by many people. The host, the bridegroom, provided food and drink for everyone. 
Sometime into the event, Mary, the mother of Jesus, sought him with a problem. The wine had run out. You may wonder why Jesus' mother was involved and why the absence of wine would be such a big problem. The passage doesn't say, but there's speculation among commentators that Mary had helped plan the festivities for a close relative. The wine at a wedding is a symbol of the joy of the couple. It would have been humiliating for the host to have an inadequate supply. Don't you love how Mary immediately thought of Jesus when she encountered a problem? She didn't hesitate to go to him. She didn't wring her hands and worry. She didn't try and try until she was at the end of her rope. She just went to Jesus. What stress and striving we could avoid if we followed Mary's example to go directly to God for help at the first sign of our need. I think the way she spoke to Jesus was also remarkable. Notice that she simply stated the problem. They have no more wine, period. Then she waited for his solution. I confess in my own life, when I run into a problem, I'm more apt to come up with possible solutions and then go to Father and tell him what he should do to fix it. But Mary knew she would never come up with a solution that was better than Jesus' plan. So she just laid it out before him and waited. Jesus' response to Mary puzzles me a bit. He said the lack of wine really wasn't their problem. And it wasn't. Jesus had no obligation to solve it. He didn't tell her what he would or would not do to provide. Nevertheless, in complete faith, Mary hurried to the servants and told them to obey anything Jesus told them to do. We can learn from Mary's reaction. Instead of nagging Jesus for further details, she went into obedience mode. Her attitude prepared her to receive whatever Jesus would provide. Despite his somewhat cryptic answer to Mary, Jesus did intervene. He instructed the servants to fill six huge pots of water all the way to the brim. That's 150 to 180 gallons. But the obedient servants hustled and went to the well to fetch the water. Then Jesus told them to dip out what they had poured into the pots and take the liquid to the head waiter. I can't really say exactly when the water turned into wine, but by the time it arrived at the table of the head waiter, he drank the best wine he had ever tasted. By this miracle, the disciples saw the glory of God and believed in Jesus. As we think about how we can be encouraged and learn from this scripture, let's ponder the words and actions of Jesus. In this miracle, can you see a picture of how Jesus viewed the problem of human sin? Jesus had no obligation to bear the consequences of our sin. He was perfect, never straying from God's perfect standard. He did nothing to incur wrath and death. The sin is ours, and we fully deserve the punishment. Yet Jesus saw our misery and had compassion toward us. A verse many are familiar with bears repeating. 
For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. That's John 3.16. Jesus gave up his position and prestige in heaven to dwell in the muck of sin with people he loves. He took the punishment for us upon his own body so we wouldn't be eternally crushed by it. As moms, we deal with all kinds of problems every day. Some are small, and we may think we don't need to bother Jesus with them. Others threaten to overwhelm us. No matter the scope of our problems, we can be like Mary, not hesitating to run to Jesus. Does the extreme love of Jesus compel you to trust him with every problem? If you struggle to relinquish your questions and troubles to him, fortify your faith with God's word. Memorize the beginning of Psalm 46 and repeat the words at mealtimes until you can truly live them out. God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. Let the oceans roar and foam. Let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. Psalm 46, verses 1 through 3. We all know we face plenty of earthquakes and surging waters in our lives. But when we run to Jesus, we can trust him to help us every time. Let's pray. Father, you know I sometimes trust myself more than you when I have problems. Please teach me how to be like Mary, who never hesitated to run to Jesus. I want to experience the peace she felt as she told him her problem and left it in his capable hands. Help me to be ready to obey what you tell me to do and fill me with your peace. I pray in the name of Jesus, my helper. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. I pray you found encouragement for your spirit from God's Word. You can find links to resources and more encouragement in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode of Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids. I look forward to being with you again next week.